0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
1: Live on the fan, D.C., Richmond. We're Grant and Danny. Thank you for making the show Part of your day always means a lot. Caller number 10 at 800-636-1067. Congrats. You're winning a pair of tickets to see the Sheets to the Wind, America's number one tribute to Yacht Rock, Friday, March 1st, Capital One Hall. Three Sheets to the Wind pays authentic tribute to Yacht Rock classics from the 70s and 80s. Undoubtedly, the smoothest music ever created by mankind. Let's go to the BetQL guest hotline. Yesterday, we talked to... The guy running the entire football operation for the Commanders, Adam Peters, the new GM. Today, the gentleman responsible for running the entire business side of the building, Team President Jason Wright, kind enough to join us on Grant and Danny. Jason, are you a Yacht Rock guy? I'm sorry, we can't give you those tickets. The rules. But are you into you, Yacht Rock?
2: You know, I do not own a pair of boat shoes, so I might I might be on the outside of this one, but I appreciate it from an art perspective
3: (laughs) very diplomatic what a nice way (laughs) to say
1: nah that's not for me that's not me (laughs) that ain't it yeah that ain't
3: it (laughs) so it's looks like some money's gonna be spent at fedex So, you doing like a brewster's millions bid over there where you just got to get rid of it what do you what are you guys gonna do
2: (laughs) no we're excited we have this ownership group ready it's just been ready to invest i mean they said that from the beginning right if you think back to the opening press conference, that um, they were ready to invest in the fans and and to simply do what's right, you know. Um, So a lot of this investment is going to go into very unsexy things that are fixing things like HVAC and plumbing and and bathroom maintenance and things like that uh, that need to happen. Um, And there's not a reason to do that, except it's the right thing to do by the fans, and that's just how Josh and these guys operate. And then there is some cool stuff that will come from it too, you know. Uh, the VIP Tunnel Club where you can have drinks, food with your friends and family, create memories as you're watching the players walk out behind like a glass partition. Um, that'll be a dope experience down on the, on, on the field level and taking a whole part of our stadium that used to be our offices where my business staff sat, uh, uh, sat before and turning that into a chic um, upscale club area called the 1932 Club. That's um, going to be an amazing experience for folks. They're investing, and um, it's an exciting moment uh, to have an ownership group that's going to put the money in like that.
1: Yeah, they started doing that last year. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think they announced like forty million that they spent last off season. Now the seventy-five million more this off season. I'm curious. There was talk about like it, it was happening in stages, right, Jason? So uh, I go to every home game. I know one of the issues a lot of fans had prior to last year was the actual audio in the stadium from a PA standpoint. Yep. And that got better in areas, but I remember when talking to someone, you know, everyone in the stadium didn't necessarily start to right. feel that it had been fixed, but like there were there were stages coming. Where are you in in that and just give us an idea of like the uh, the to-do list here.
2: Yeah, I'll get into like some of the details on some of the stuff that I think the everyday fan cares about, right? Cuz not everybody's going to get to the Tunnel Club and not everybody's going to get to the 1932 Club, and I recognize that. But uh, some of the stuff, like you said, on sound, we did half of it last year. We did as much as we could squeeze in last year. The upper deck still continued to have issues around sound and consistency. That stuff will get done this year. Um, And that'll be in place. Uh, One of the biggest things that I think was not only an indicator of like an experience that was challenging, but also just the kind of values we wanna share and the way that we wanna show up as an organization was like the torn seat covers and the broken seats that existed throughout the stadium. Because of its age, um, just because of um, you know the past lives of some of these things and how long they last, we are systematically going to fix all of those. So all the seat covers should be fixed. If you're one of those season ticket members that has one of those shredded seat covers or something like that, we're probably aware of it, but it doesn't hurt to say hi to your rep and let them know because we're fixing all those heading into this season. And those are the little things that show you care, that show you value uh, the fan. And these are things that we want to start to do now um, so that we can build trust with the fans and that when we go into a future state-of-the-art venue, they know we're going to do right by them then too.
3: Jason Wright with us here on Grant and Danny. Jason, one of the things we hear from from a lot of fans is the logistics and process of getting in. That's everything from yeah. traffic to parking to, you know, hey, it's, oh, good, it's 1248, I got to go get to my seat, and then maybe it's taking longer than they would like. I know you've addressed that a little bit in the past, but uh, were you guys on that process and, and what can fans expect?
2: Great question. We we took a nice step last year in reducing the time in and out by 30 minutes. And shout out to Prince George's County and Governor Moore and uh, the state of Maryland, as well as the federal government, for helping us get highway logistics and street logistics and street lights to a place where we could reduce that uh, in and out time by 30 minutes. But there's more we can do. Still not the most pleasant experience getting in and out. And so uh, two things that will help. One, we're simplifying the parking lot. Uh, structure and approach, where it's going to be easier to find your lot, less of that, you get all the way in and have to get turned around and go. It's happened to me before, actually. <laughs> you get in, you don't have the right pass, you get turned around, and it takes you another hour to get to where you need to go. Like That stuff we're eliminating um, by simplifying the parking structure and color-coding system. And then we're using different technology for security as you come in. Um, it should be much more passed through, um, like some of the more efficient airports you've seen around the country. It should be a, a very quick security process where things get held up before. Um, that's the kind of stuff that we're doing. Again, it's unsexy. It's in the weeds. But those are the things when you're trying to go hang out with your family or your boys or your work colleagues, and you don't want to think about the experience, you just want to be having the experience, these are the things that matter.
1: Jason Wright is with us on Grant and Danny, the president of the commanders. Um, <clears throat> the Unsexy works, right? I mean, you know, you, you That's not a bad nickname for FedEx Field in a lot of ways. Now that it does, (laughs) for now it doesn't have a name, unsexy field, which we'll get to in a second. Having said that, though, Jason, you guys are working. I mean, you're spending money. I I, this is a meaner way for you won't say this, but I will. You're you're putting lipstick on this thing as best you can, right? But I'm curious about the philosophy. Like when I was selling my townhouse, you would not have wanted it. It was very small and it wasn't particularly good. But I was selling my townhouse, and my realtor was my cousin. Said you got to buy new appliances. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to use them. And he's like, but you you need to. I just couldn't think about, I'm going to spend all this money on this thing. I'm going to be out of soon. What is the paradigm of you guys are desperately looking around trying to get out of there, but you still have a couple more or maybe more seasons there. It's like the the actual mindset of the work that needs to be put in when you're not going to be there long term, hopefully.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think if you, using your townhouse analogy, if every day you were hosting your most cherished friends and family, you'd invest in it and be putting the money towards the future. Yes, it would be more expensive, but these are people you deeply care about, um, and it'd be the right thing to do to get your place in order, make sure the bathrooms are working right, upgrade the kitchen so there's enough seating for everybody to be there, maybe swap out the TVs. You don't have the big tube box, and you can actually have something that people can watch without having to move it with six people, you do some of that stuff because you care about those folks, and it's the right thing to do by people you care about. Well, say I would think about these it, investments.
1: Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I think the first time we had you on, the stadium was already kind of a twinkle in everybody's eye in terms of a new stadium. But at mm-hmm. that time, I remember thinking, when the lease is up in 27, in 28, I'm going to be waddling through the parking lot over at RFK or wherever to the new stadium. It seems like that ship is sailed. Like, there's no way at this point you guys are, are out of FedEx at the end of the 27 season, right? There's going to be more time there.
2: Yeah, I always avoid talking about timelines. It's not helpful for any uh, any part of the process of getting to that new venue. But, yeah, it's going to take a little longer than that. Uh, and the good thing is we have a home in Prince George's where um, we own the land and the lease is just our commitment to be there through the fall of 27. We can stay there longer so we need to. And and I think that's how um, uh, it's actually beneficial to us to make sure that we are finding the right next home um, where we can be the exact perfect partner for one or more jurisdictions um, on an economic development project that should change outcomes for the region for the next 30 to 40 years. And um, allowing that process to take its time while moving fast um, is exactly what we will be doing.
3: Jason, I was surprised to see uh, the news about FedEx is um, sort of opting out early because it's that's not where the momentum is right now. It seems like folks want to be in business, understandably, uh, with you guys and this new ownership group and, and all the momentum and where that's heading. A, did that kind of catch you guys off guard? And, and, and where does that stand in terms of naming rights for the stadium?
2: No, not a surprise for us. I think for some time FedEx business model has shifted, and they've been really good partners to us to stick with us through a time period where it didn't make as much sense for their business model. And they're actually sticking with us as partners even beyond this, just not as naming rights partners. So it's actually a great moment um, for them to get better in line with what they needed to do for their business and for us to be in the market because things are at an all-time high for us um, or an all-time recent high for us. Um, and that there's, this is a great opportunity, um, given the growth of the business of the last year, largest attendance growth. We led the league in new sponsorship business last year. We led the league in new suite sales last year. The excitement on the football side, more importantly, around a world-class general manager, a coach who's an amazing leader of men and people and an attractor of talent and uh, substantial draft capital and cap space. This is the right moment for us to be in the market. And so FedEx exiting now to be better in line with their business model and us being in the market at a peak moment for us is exciting and great and actually great for them to do as a business partner to us.
1: So is it a possibility that you guys this season would not have a name on the stadium? Or do you anticipate that you're going to have a new sponsorship before the start of the year?
2: Our goal is to have somebody by the start of the year. But just like it is with any major decision, and this is what I appreciate about Josh and this ownership group, the right answer is better than the fastest route or the most expedient answer. And uh, we're going to look for the right partner, um, the right strategic fit for the near term and the long term. Because as you guys already alluded to, there is a state-of-the-art venue coming uh, to this region. And while it's not in the next couple years, it's not decades off either. It's not a decade off either. Um, it is it is still soon. And we want a partner that can be our partner now and lead us and guide us and be alongside us as we make a historic transition for this business into a new venue.
1: Oh, so the, the, I think that's interesting. So then, like, if, if uh, the company buys the naming rights now, it would potentially be the name of the new stadium as well.
2: There's all sorts of versions of a deal that could be on the table. But anybody that we're bringing in as partners now, we are talking to them about how they help us transition into that new phase. So whether they have a the name on the new stadium or not, they'll be a part of that. A major part of that is our desire. And we got to find people that um, find companies and individuals that, that fit that mold.
3: Jason, how, are th- how have things changed for you? And I guess what I mean is it felt like to me outside looking in is that you basically had to run from like raging fire to raging fire, putting it out <laughs> with a super high powered hose and then another fire would catch, maybe the same fire would recatch and whatever else. It now seems like you can actually like do a job. Just what's the difference like in ownership groups and 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 for you, what's changed?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely the pace of my work has uh, changed in some ways. in some cases, it is a more normal day- to day cadence. and other places it's picked up because Josh and this group have high expectations. And um, the uh, the pace of uh, of business has increased in many ways. Um, But, yes, we are able to run the business in an environment where um, we get a good assumption of good intent, (laughs) where there's trust across the area, um, and it, it does feel nice to be operating in that environment.
1: Jason, there's no doubt that being on a stadium, you know, you get the standalone Monday, Sunday, Thursday game, whatever, and your name's right there and everybody's looking at it when they walk in. Like, the NFL's king. The TV numbers are out of control. We all get that. And I I hope this isn't a disrespectful question. But do you worry at all because of the the, uh, reputation of FedEx Field as a stadium that it's going to be hard to find a partner?
2: No, not one bit. Um, I think, one, the investment that's being made is a credible signal of what the experience uh, at what is now Commander's Field um, for the time being will be like for now and for the foreseeable future but also this is just an inherently valuable market this is the nation the seat of the nation's capital it is the most diverse fan base in the nfl it is the most loyal fan base in the nfl at a time when that team is in a resurgence uh, most importantly on the field but also in the business itself and so if you are a brand or marketing professional or the head of a company that has interest in the D.C. area, which I would argue everyone and their mother has (laughs) because uh, business flows through this city um, irrespective of industry, And it is an absolutely exciting experience. And we've had great conversations already. There's no shortage of interest in this. And we've got external help helping us because, as you said, we have a lot to do already on our own. So we have um, external folks helping us to do this naming rights approach. It's a firm called Elevate. Um, and uh, it's going really great so far. So
1: for right now, we're going with Commander's Field, like as the as the middle. Yep. Okay, because we were going to suggest. I don't know. Are you familiar with the uh, the movie from back in the day? I think this is from "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker." I don't know if you
2: remember. <laughs> okay, let's go. it's about to be some nonsense. Go I was ahead. like, what? Like, what, is, what I mean? Where is Grant yeah, going so, with this, Jason? This is
1: not fa- fa- this, fa- fa- this fa- fa- is not Ghost approved. You don't know about this. you're gonna fa- like it. Do you remember the scene I love in that movie where Chris Rock's like, "How much for a rib?" And the guy's like one rib, yeah. One rib, yeah. And the guy's one like, rib. I'm not giving you my ribs. And he's like, One rib. And the guy's like, No, I'm not giving you a rib. And he's like, How much for you know, like one soda? And then he's like, What about my hand yeah. for a little bit of soda, you know, like I was thinking we could me and Danny could give you like twenty six bucks. Between us. Between the two of us. And then now, I'm not gonna go crazy and say like week one, but just until you have a sponsor, it's Grant and Danny Fields. So whenever you talk about it, it's Grant and Danny Field. Or it could even be Commander Stadium sponsored by Grant and Danny Field or however you want to do it. But just until you get a new sponsor. That's all I'm
2: how much for one you know Read th- here. I'll make here. I might make a deal with you on that one. Yeah. Um if if it's called Danny Loves the Name Commander's Field. It's <laughs> a great bit.
1: <laughs> tip it. of the cap. Hey, how about Danny goes left hand up? Oh, easy. <laughs> um,
3: what about like once the once the real sponsor comes in, Grant and I just are bumped down to like a yard line, like the 17 yard line is the Grant and Danny yard
1: line. The Commanders
3: are sponsor, in the Grant the sponsor, and Danny
2: red zone. Sponsor a blade of grass or a nut and bolt somewhere that's in the stadium. Probably what we can discuss. afford. Happy to discuss. Yeah, that is our price range. How
1: much for one? You know, I love that scene.
3: One, one blade of so grass. Of course, it's it's a, I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know you know that. Second of all, it's a great scene. Uh, Jason, one serious one. You may have noticed as a, as a, a, a gentleman that's pretty plugged in that a couple of teams might be leaving the district. Uh, Ted Leonson's Monumental Sports may be headed to Virginia with a a deal. Uh, How does that affect you guys? Is that something I'm sure you took note of?
2: Certainly took note of it. Um, And I think it's it's evidence that there's just so many opportunities in the region for economic growth and development. And Monumental is in the process of their own decision. Um, And we're trying to figure out um, an understanding of exactly what each jurisdiction is trying to do economically, the district state of Maryland, Commonwealth of Virginia. Um, And our process is separate and distinct from that, um, but it's helpful to see and watch how other people are navigating it to be sure. Um, But, you know, as we've always said, um, we see it as our job to be a good partner in an economic development project that will last 30, 40, 50 years um, of impact on the region. And um, it's, these great leaders across these various jurisdictions that are going to lead the way on that, and we will just simply play our role. And I'm sure that's what Monumental is trying to do as well.
1: Jason, Wright on Grant and Danny here on the fan. You joked with Danny about his love for the name and his his passion mm-hmm. for all things mm-hmm. commanders.
3: This is awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he started uh, you know doing the thing where he's pulling down on his collar a little bit,
3: doing a little Dangerfield bit there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: honest question.
1: If they were to change the name again, would you feel, like, slighted? I mean, you helped. You were, the, in a lot of ways, like the, the front man on Commanders. If they change the name again in the next couple of years, Jason Wright's reaction is?
2: The same as it would be with anybody else. It's the right thing to do if it's the right thing to do at that time. But it's not a priority. Right now, I go back to what Josh has said, and we've got a lot of work to do on a million other things. But you know, these guys make the right decisions, and so. Uh, so if they know, come to you and they go, "Hey, we think really anything, think," I don't take anything personal whatsoever.
1: If, if they came to you and they're like, "Hey, there's a couple more Danny's than we thought there would be," <laughs> you know, we might want to do this. You wouldn't stand on the table and go, "Guys, we we just did this. This is going to work. We just did it. Give us more time. I'm telling you, this this name's awesome. Like you, you're not you're not standing on the table."
2: Now, these guys don't come with stuff on a whim. They're fact-based. They're methodical. I think the description of rapid but thorough is probably just a great description of Josh and this ownership group, period. And so any decision, whether it is where a new home is going to be, how we're constructing the football roster, or the name and branding of the team, it's it's not going to come out of uh, a clear blue. And so there's no need to defend or posture or um, – Or or otherwise, you execute a program that is in line with what's best and that the facts support. And we're just not on that yet. Fact base isn't collected on that because we have so many other priorities to to accomplish.
1: Do you see and feel, I don't know what your metrics are, how you would even do this, positive momentum? Like there's growth in whatever number of people initially liked it or didn't, that number's growing?
2: No, our focus is on the business itself gotcha. um, and the business has grown substantially. Um, but also there is, there is positive movement there, which you would expect even uh, in general, um, merchandise growth has gone way up um, as part of our revenue growth. Um, but again, it's not a focus right now. So even detailed measurement in the same way that I measure the business, which is our real focus right now and the detailed way we're in the weeds on a potential new venue project um, is certainly not there on the name. It's just not a priority in that way. So Jason, on our
3: end of things, there is tremendous amounts of excitement for, you know, a new GM, new coach, obviously the ownership group, et cetera. It's palpable. It's, it's obvious. There There's enthusiasm. How does that translate for you guys? You already mentioned some of the, the revenue growth, and I guess that's obvious. But maybe in other ways, as it sort of affects what you guys do day to day, how does that sort of cross over from excitement for football into where you guys
2: are? It's huge for us. Um the excitement around Adam's hiring, the excitement around DQ's hiring, and and equally the the rapid way in which DQ is able to uh, attract a world class staff <laughs> um, has created excitement in the fans, and that creates excitement for the business. You know, we are pacing ahead of all of our uh, sales metrics for uh, ticketing for next year, which is wonderful. Um, you know, it's a credit to our team. That we've, that we've built here, uh, but it's also a credit to our fans and the genuine momentum that exists on the football side. Ultimately, it all has to translate into winning. We all know that. They know that. We know that. And that's what's really going to cause everything to come rushing back. But, man, we're in a good place, and um, I'm really happy to be partnered with those guys.
1: There's probably nothing that could have been done that invigorate the fan base more than the ownership change. A new GM is a huge deal, a new coach. Huge deal. You know what really helps business for a football ops? Is drafting a quarterback at number two overall.
2: Oh, is that right? Just just (laughs) saying.
1: Just throwing that out there, Jason.
2: You know, I have as much influence as you do on that. So I'll sit right here with you and (laughs) apply all day long. But actually, in fact, I'm probably paying even less attention to it than you are because I got other things to worry about.
1: (laughs) We're paying all of the attention to it. So much attention, Jason. Whatever the most attention is to it. Up that by a little bit. That's how much we're paying attention to it.
2: Either way, no matter what we do in the draft, I have confidence that these guys are going to be methodical and make good decisions. It's not going to be finger in the wind or knee-jerk reaction or what was the last headline or how did I like that guy's energy. That's not not how they're going to approach it, which gives me a ton of confidence. And whomever it is, me and my team are going to sell the hell out of it. It's just a
1: little easier to sell a quarterback than a guard. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
2: It it, it is indeed. It is indeed. But (laughs) what's ultimately easiest to sell is a championship team. And if they create that by trading back several times and building a roster of people that grow into pro bowlers or go with a, a second overall pick quarterback that turns into the stalwart of an organization for the next 15 years, I'm good either way.
3: And no yacht picks, Jason. Thank you as always, buddy. Really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, no problem.
1: Good catching up with Jason Wright. He got his zing in there. Oh yeah, on, on you and the commander. I didn't, I didn't see it coming I, either. Off the top rope,
3: walked right in. It, you ever, you ever played laser tag? Good for him. You ever played laser tag, and you come around a corner, you don't know someone's <laughs> right there. He's just pointed right at my chest. <laughs>
1: laser pointed. <clears> just photon. His moment. Oh, it hit me hard. He had that one
3: ready to go. He was not ready for it. Jason Advantage Wright
1: on Grant and Danny. Uh, Here on The Fan. Well played. I want to talk about some of what we just got through with him in terms of um, the name, the, the stadium. Wanted to hit those primary things. We'll do that next on The Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.